Hello, Ventura County. You are listening to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahone. And I'm Karen Campbell. And it's drizzly, wet weekend, right? Wow, what a day yesterday, right? Yeah, absolutely. It snowed in Santa Paula. Oh my God, that's crazy. Yesterday, yeah. And we have a special guest today, Lori Rutledge, who's one of the top agents in Ventura County. And how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Of Thanks course. for being here today. We're excited to have you. Okay, so the market now, what are what are we seeing, girls? Um, well, I'm seeing, I mean, I showed property for the first time in a long time, all day yesterday. You know, no, now it's been like, go see one property. I'll meet you there tomorrow. I literally had like 10 properties and showed all, actually the day before and yesterday and wrote an offer. I haven't has seen that in a long time. Have you guys? Well, I see it because I've, I've sold a property. I was representing a buyer. I showed him three properties. I sold that little house on Dos Caminos. Yeah. It was a flip. But I mean like 10 properties in a day? Not I, usually. No, not, not like, nowadays. Like maybe four. Yeah, if yeah. that, you know, I mean, literally showed like eight properties um, and then like eight more and then we wrote an offer, you know, but it just, what, what are you seeing? Lori? Well, I'm seeing the buyers come back into the market. Yes. People were taking uh, the holidays off, I think. And then of course we had 10 inches of rain and flooding and so forth. Uh, I actually drove up to Ojai last night to show a property at six o'clock that a client of mine wanted to see and he couldn't get up there till then so that's when we went of course yeah. right it takes a good two and a half hours out of your day right no no it was quick <laughs> did he write an offer <laughs> not yet but we're uh, considering it okay there you go yeah and are you seeing more stuff on the market i mean i'm seeing more properties come on the market a lot of them are over a million dollars oh yeah so you know things prices ha are not going down i mean a lot of people think they are but they're not they're not going down they're leveling out and prices that They've got sold comps now. Like I just listed a property on Logan. It's listed at 765. The one down the street was 785. The one on the corner was 810. Yeah. So, you know, they're not coming down. And the reason we listed ours at 765 is it's your total grandma's house. It needs a lot of things to bring it up. A lot of love. A lot of love. Right. Well, pitch that listing. What is it? So it is a four bedroom, two bath. It's on a corner lot. It's a single story. It's got a great size backyard. Uh, it could have RV parking. And it is your grandma's house. And it's priced at $765. That's probably going to go pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. It will It will go really quick. So they did that on purpose because... They wanted you know, to go quickly. They want it to go quickly, yeah. Are you having an open house on Sunday? I'm having an open house uh, tomorrow, okay. Sunday. Yes. From 1 to 4. And everything inside will be for sale. Oh. So... All the furniture, she's moved into assisted living and no longer needs all of those things. So everything will be for sale and there's a whole house full. Really? Lori, what do you have right now? Well, I've got two new listings coming okay. up oh. next week. They're coming soon right now. One's a Cape Western Regatta condo, mm -hmm. large floor plan. 1,660 square feet at 630. Oh, that's good. And we've rehabbed the whole inside of it. Nice. Uh, new paint, all new flooring, new light fixtures. Very good value, attractive floor plan, very popular. And I have a great three plus two single level out at the Groves in East Ventura oh, coming. Nice. A little over 2,000 square feet at 959. Okay. That Both of those will be on the market by, not this weekend, obviously, but next weekend. What's the HOA at the Cape? Uh, 435. And they have a pool, right? Pool, spa, tennis, yeah. like your own little resort. That's very and nice. It's got stairs, so you don't even have to belong to a gym. Very good. <laughs> there you go. Especially if you forget something in your bedroom and you're in your car, you're like, oh, 
Gotta exactly. Go and, you know, the, and these sellers are coming to the market where we, we think it's realistically they're going to sell. Yeah. Gone are the days of listed 100000 over the previous sale. That's good. The yeah. buyers don't want to see that. They're a little more choosy. Yeah, that's good. I have one on Rogers Street um, in Imperial, um, the mobile home park, and it's a 3-2. It's upgraded, and it is going to be about uh, probably 320. It'll be um, on the market on Monday, so um, I'm excited about that. And what about we have one in Palm Desert? We do. We have 37261. Mojave Sage in Palm Deserts. It's in a Dell Webb community, so it's 55 and older. And it has everything. It has a post office, restaurants, tennis courts, pools, golf courses. It's like a resort, yeah. Yeah, it's just and gorgeous. And it's got a guest house. It does. It has an ADU in the back. And it is able to be rented if it's 30 days or more. So there are rules in there. It is gated. So you do need to... With a guard. With a guard. So yeah. gated and guarded. Uh, it's a lovely, lovely facility. And it's a great house. It's just awesome. So that is priced at five ninety nine. Okay. And how about buyers? I have, I've got tons of buyers. I've got that. tons of buyers too. So I have uh, a single gal that is looking for um, a home in Camarillo or Thousand Oaks up to 700 which is a tough price range in those mm -hmm. cities mm -hmm. um but she has a 75 pound dog so mm -hmm. we still haven't found anything for her but we're still looking mm -hmm. and then uh i have an investor that is looking to buy um units mm -hmm. up to six eight units um and one just came up on mariposa so we'll be looking at that one mm -hmm. but um he is looking to buy anything in ventura county so there's a little more inventory in the income property um, section mm -hmm. of our uh, properties. So, how about you, Lori? Lots of buyers. I have quite a few buyers. I have one investor who is looking for lots. He is a builder contractor. Uh, the Thomas Fire lot yes, inventory is drying up a little bit, but uh, people should be thinking about selling if they're not going to rebuild because the Thomas Fire rebuild ordinance will sunset mm -hmm. in December of twenty-three. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. and. Uh, Going away will be all of the grandfathering in terms of heights oh, and yeah. setbacks that were available to people. Wow. So that I have, a, you know, a couple looking for a replacement home uh, to their current condo, eight hundred to nine hundred thousand. Another family looking to move up out of a large condo into a home mm -hmm. up to a million. Mm -hmm. And you know they're not homeless, so they don't have to be choosy. Sure. Right. So we're just patiently waiting. And I, I tell my clients, and I have for many years, you don't need to settle. Mm -hmm. We will find you the right house. That's very good. Yeah, and, that uh, is very good. That's a powerful statement to people where you're, they're not feeling pressured. That's very exactly. Good. I also have a buyer that is moving from Los Angeles to Ventura. He loves it here, and he is looking for a view property. Mm. So he um, there's lots of he, view properties now. I have they one. They actually have yeah. come up. Like you know, I when I first met him, I said you know they don't come up very often. Gilliard is a beautiful view, and that's where I met him, and then. Buena Vista came up, and then another one, Buena Vista, and now another one. So what do you have coming up? That's well, a I have a fabulous view property at 174 Montclair oh, yes. in Knob Hill Estates in Ondolondo. In mm. fact, uh, we are reducing the price $100,000 oh, nice. today. It'll be a million eight ninety five. It's a rebuild, 2,800 square feet, single level, uh -huh. flat street, circular driveway, and basically protected views. Yes. Very if good. he wants to stay more downtown so that he can walk or bike downtown. What about Buena Vista? Um, 
we've I spent the weekend there last weekend. The weekend there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Buena Vista. I was there for I think thirteen hours last weekend. Why? Because we were deciding should we buy this, what's you know, what we like about it, what we don't like about it and all oh, of those wow. things. So yes, I spent many, many hours there. Oh, and so yes, that has been eliminated unfortunately. But you know, it was beautiful view, and I enjoyed the company, and it was really nice. You got exercise. You all of that. Down the stairs yep. and the driveway. Going right? up the driveway. Well, well, keep Montclair in mind because it's going to be open from one to three this Sunday, okay. and it is supposed to be clear and sunny by Sunday. Wow! Yay. yay! Exactly. Well, we've got a great show lined up for you guys today. It is all about real estate. We have Larry Reyes and Derek from Smart Home Mortgage. We have Steve Logan from Title, and we have our current president from VCCAR, Loy Juliet Escobia. So we have a great show, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 3030. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahoney. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we're so excited to have Juliet Escobias with us. She is our current president of VCCAR, which is Ventura County Coastal Association of Realtors. Welcome. We're so happy to have you. Well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you about the presidency, yeah. um, you know, I've been in our um, on our leadership team now for a long uh, this time. is my fifth year. Okay. So um, yeah, I mean it's it's a little it's a different um, capacity for sure, but um, no, it's exciting. I'm yeah. really excited, and you know I'm we do some so much good work. Um, you know, with uh, all the advocacy we do locally on the, and on the state level and the national level, it's it's just it's really exciting. So, do you go to the board every day? Do you have an office there? Obviously, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, lots of meetings, okay. lots of zooms, lots of um, phone calls and things. But 
No, I mean, I have meetings there, but um, yeah, no office. I'm sure they don't want to see me every day. I was just going to say, how do you do real estate too? I mean, real. it's a juggle. It's a juggle. But you know, for me and my personality, I'm I'm better when I'm busy. So so am I. Yeah. So it's 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 nice. It's 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 nice. I like that it's different every day. And um, you know, you, you. you've got challenges, and you know, and you got to work too. Right. Well, you got to make a living. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So what do you have as far as real estate? What's going on in your world? So um, we just listed a um, beautiful uh, parcel in Westlake thousand oaks area it's uh, just over half of an acre um it's one hundred and sixty thousand dollars, which is a bargain i think i think so too for <laughs> half an acre um and i i just listed yesterday um a property in ojai a three-bedroom two-bath 1200 square foot brand new pool Ooh. beautiful property um so yeah my folks are are w- ready for a change and uh so where are they going they're coming back down here, down uh, to Ventura, Oxnard, Camarillo area. And how much is that one? That one is a million two thirty nine. Oh, great! Now, how about buyers? What What are you seeing? What do you What's your um, thought about the market right now? I, I feel like it's just totally picking up. All of a sudden, it's just like crazy. Yeah, you know, it, it's so it it was so crazy for so long, um, and then you know, a few months ago, we saw kind of it just kind of like really slow down from what it was but I feel like it's more normal and now I do feel like things are picking up um you know during the holidays and uh you know during the rain and everything that we've had um things were a little slower but yeah I feel like things have picked up for sure do you have a lot of buyers you know I don't have a lot I wouldn't say I have a lot but I have a handful um which is more than I had right so and yeah, all of a sudden, my phone started ringing like a week ago from all these buyers I was helping about, you know, a year ago, and we got outbid and blah, blah, blah. And now it's like they're all back, and they all yeah. want the same kind of thing. It's it's fun. It's just, okay, now we got to get properties, right? Right, and there's not a lot of inventory. Right. You know? If you take everything that's brand new, like the brand new condos that are on Main Street or some of the other brand new condos and things that are over a million dollars, we have 38 properties to sell. Right. Inventura. Well, and the other interesting thing to me was um, last week on Caravan in Ventura, um, yeah, the majority of the properties were over a million dollars. Yes, they were. Which is yeah. so interesting, right? Because it's it hasn't been that way. And there were eleven. You know, it went from like four, three on you know Caravan to eleven one day, which before it used to be eighteen or whatever. So it's just it's picking up. I think you know. Um, well, and it's time. It's springtime. You know, we're going to go back to daylight savings time here pretty soon. And it's that's when people start really going, okay, if we're going to do this, let's get it done now. Right? Right. For sure. And that's what we historically see every single year is this time of year is when things pick up. So if you are considering buying a property, you may want to get into the market now so that you don't have as much competition in the next few weeks. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And um, how's your office, the vibe in your office? Do you feel like everyone's getting busy as Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's always so interesting to to go from the December, January transition, um, because I feel like it's traditionally, you know, slower in December. I mean, I've had some great Decembers in my life, in my career. Um, But, you know, you always see that, you know, people go on vacation or they're spending time with family. So, yeah, it's definitely picked up, I think, in the last just the last couple of weeks. But you know it, it it's cyclical, right? Like right. It, it's always like a you got to ride that wave when it when it comes. When it comes and you got to go, you know, right? just ride it. Yeah, like the past couple of days I've been showing property all day. I mean, I literally worked from like 8 to 9 two days in a row just just doing that. You know, it's been a long time since that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's coming back so we need to get ready for that. Like it's time to work. We'll go on vacation later. 
it's time to serve people. So right. I think well, that's and I what al- we're up for. I also think that um, that buyers, you know, with the interest rates going up a little bit, you know, they jumped from where they were. They were so, so low mm-hmm. that now that they've jumped up a little bit, um, you know, buyers were, were nervous, I think. And mm-hmm. I think they're less nervous now because they're saying like, okay, you know, six, six or seven percent isn't a horrible. No. It's still not 18 percent. Right. right. <laughs> you know? And Larry's going to talk about that, too. Right. It's like this is normal. You know, we were spoiled for a while. We were right? very spoiled for a long time. Very yeah. Good. I paid 18 percent for my first house. Exactly. So I know that. Yeah. Like, right? And card, then you right? just wait until, you know, it's time to refi and you refi it. Exactly. It's not scary. Right. right? It's not. Just and get I, in. And I think buyers are finally kind of coming to grips with that. Yeah. For I sure. I think so too. Because I think for so long they were like, well, wait, I'm not getting my 3%, my 2.5% or whatever. And, uh, you know, I think it just took some time for them. So what do you think is the big topics coming up this year? What What is on the agenda for being president and representing all of the realtors and our community um, with some of the topics? Well, you know, there are some big lawsuits out there. Um, NARs and the National Association of Realtors is involved in um, some class action lawsuits. And um, so I think, you know, uh, our MLS may change. I don't know. You know, the way we do business might change a little bit. But um, I think that's that's kind of on the, on the radar for sure, not only, um, you know, on the national level, but state and locally. Um, so we're definitely keeping our, our ear to the ground. Um, and mm. working through that because uh, there are, I think, you know, four or five lawsuits. Yeah, I think Big lawsuits right five. now. Yeah, yeah. So, and it may take a while for those to get settled. Yeah, so for sure. It's not going to happen overnight, but in the course of the next year or so, it could change how we do business. Correct. Yeah. And you know, that's. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I don't either. Um, I think you know, this our profession is forever evolving, and um, you know, I think a lot of people don't like change, but. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, and it's necessary. Sometimes. It is necessary for sure. So, um, yeah, I think I think there's a lot of good things to come this year for sure. Very good. Well, congratulations. We're very proud of you. Oh, thank you. I I'm so you happy represent. to be here. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Tell everybody where they can find you if they have a question for you. Well, I am uh, at Cowell Banker Realty in Ventura on uh, at sixty one twenty eight Telegraph Road, and. Uh, you can always reach me via. That's our old office. Huh? Yes, our, like, we were all in we that just office. Switched in that. Offices. <laughs> right. We were all in that office at That's one a point. Good location. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I'm always available um, via phone or text. So 805-616-4040. It's an easy number. Yeah. Thanks Thank so you much. so much. You're so welcome. Well, coming up, we have Larry Reyes and Derek from Smart Home Mortgage, and they're going to give us the update on what's going on with rates. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. City of Ventura rental owners, did you know that the City of Ventura is looking at rental ordinances? Tenants have been speaking up. Now, owners, it's your time to speak up. If you want more information, reach out to Rent805 or call us at 805-776-8805. Rent805, we manage your rental so it doesn't manage you. Feeling a little overwhelmed about an upcoming move? Since 1994, Gentle Transitions has helped clients with sorting, floor planning, packing, and complete resettling into homes throughout California. Please call 800-619-3049 or visit gentletransitions.com to book your no-obligation move planning meeting. That's 800-619-3049 or gentletransitions.com to stay in control but do less of the work on your next move. You can even pay us through escrow. Feel better now?
Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahone. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we are excited to have you in studio today. Larry Reyes from Smart Home Mortgage. And Derek. We're happy to be here. Awesome. Hi, everybody. So how are the rates doing? It looks like things are better because we're starting to see more people out and about. And so are you, you guys seeing that? Like are the phones starting to ring again? We are seeing a huge oh, yay. Uh, yeah, increase in business, a huge Good. increase in business. We would went from doing five escrows uh, individually ourselves to now we're back up to 17 or 18 escrows that we have. So nice. that's great. It's jumped up quite a bit. Why do you think that is? You know, I think honestly people are – getting accustomed to where the rates are now it's not such a sticker shock um rates are still great you know we're looking at six percent six and a quarter these are fantastic rates it's normal this is normal i've been telling people this for years and normal interest rate on a mortgage should be somewhere around seven percent we've been out of that norm for such a long period of time that we got used to it and we felt like three percent was normal three percent was not normal we're back to where it normally should be. Six, six and a half, seven. Where do you think it's going to go? Do you think it's, they're going to come down more? I do or? feel like the rates are going to come down, and I think we're going to see that around April and May. Don't quote me on now, this why, now. Why, why, do you, why do you think that? <laughs> um, I think that because of the inflation rate that's okay. still happening, uh, we're seeing the inflation still going up. And that's going to cause a bit more of a recession situation, and recession brings down our interest rates. Hmm. So we, we had a little slice of heaven we had a little slice of heaven end of January where we actually saw a few 5.75s mm-hmm. and you know that lasted for two to three weeks and then now we're seeing a correction uh-huh. and so now we're back in the sixes. Now how but, does that work when you see that for two weeks? Do you lock them in at that rate? I mean if they're pre-approved at that rate they have to be in escrow at that rate, right? That's the thing that we have to make clear, yes. We can't lock a rate in unless we have a property Oh, assigned. you can't at all, huh? No, they don't allow us to lock in rates. This is the bank holding money at a certain rate for us and if we don't have a property in place they're not going to allow us to do that they don't want to hold their money for someone that doesn't have a home um, or a property in escrow Mm -hmm. yet so they just don't allow for that Um, we're hearing uh, some rumors out there that other lenders are trying to trick people into believing that they're locking in a rate um, but they're not doing that we can't lock a rate unless we are in an actual escrow I was just gonna say what if so someone buys a house and it falls out for whatever reason, inspections, whatever. And then do they still get the same rate? No. Unfortunately, it, it follows so the property. It follows okay. the property. Really? Um, it doesn't follow the borrower. It follows the property. So, How um, long does it hold for? What if the escrow ends up taking 70 days? So a normal rate lock is 30 to 45 days. Anything over that, oftentimes we do have to pay for that lock up front. So if we're doing a 60-day lock or a 90-day lock, right from the beginning of the transaction, sometimes we do have to pay maybe $1,500, $2,000 to the bank just to lock that uh, rate in for us. Now they'll apply that back towards your uh, fees and closing once it does actually close. But if you're gonna lock it that that long upfront, there's usually an upfront fee. Now, if we lock it for 30 days in escrow, something happens through escrow and we need to extend it for 15 or we need to extend it for 30. The extensions can cost usually between, you know, 0.10, depending on how long the rate extension is, all the way up to a quarter to a half a point if we're going out far. Yeah. So yeah, that's a little tricky, and and a lot of times people want, you know, buyers will ask the seller to pay for it, or the seller will correct. ask the buyer to pay for it, whatever the case may be. Right. And so that becomes part of their closing costs. Yes? Correct. It does. Yeah. It really does. So, 
you know, um, that's where we really try to keep our timelines right. So we want to make sure that when we look at contracts, us, uh, me and Derek, that is it a 30-day escrow, is it a 45-day escrow, to make sure we get our locks correct up front. Um, because if we lock it on a 30-day and it's a 45-day escrow and they don't want us to close early, well, now we have to extend that rate for 15 days. And who's going to pay for that? Yeah. Normally, the client does pay for that. But in this case, this was a mistake by the lender. So we have to pay for it. Oh. And nobody wants to pay for that kind of right, stuff, right? Sure. So. We just have to make sure we're all looking at things properly and, and picking the correct dates. And 30-day escrow is typical. It is typical. And you do have still, to Still, right? I it mean, still is. It still is. We're able to close transactions in 30 days. That's not going to be an issue. I think our slowest process through this, unfortunately, is the clients. Um, we do ask for documentation from the clients, and sometimes they just, oh, we'll get it to you next week. Or, and it's like, no, I need it now. Right. You know, yeah. go home tonight Most from important. work and print it. Do what it's you have to do. do it right it's now. very important for us to keep to our timeline. What I usually tell borrowers and even agents is, I know everyone sees a 30-day escrow, and that's fantastic because agents have 30 days and the buyers have 30 days. But us as lenders have about half that time right. um, because our banks are only open Monday through Friday. So Saturdays and Sundays, we have to take out of the picture out of 30 days. Right. So we have to move very fast on the lending side to close a 30-day escrow. Uh -huh. We're moving and moving and moving. Yeah, right. always moving. You know, because we don't have those full 30 days. Right. We have about 20 you know, yeah. days, maybe even less just depending on the, the month and if there's any holidays in between. Right. right. Tell people the difference between FHA and conventional. I have a lot of people ask me, what's the difference? You know, uh, well, FHA they just announced that they're going to be lowering their PMI, which is fantastic news. Fantastic PMI, news. PMI, tell people what that is. So it's private mortgage insurance, and I should correct myself. FHA isn't PMI. It's just mortgage insurance. It's oh, okay. issued by the government. Okay. Now, conventional loans are uh, traditional bank loans, as we would just – the easiest way to explain it is a traditional bank loan. Those have PMI. PMI, what is that? Private mortgage insurance. So it's a third party issuing the mortgage insurance. Okay. FHA is just mortgage insurance because the government issues it as part of the loan. They charge an upfront fee and a monthly fee with okay. FHA. Conventional okay. is just a monthly fee, no upfront fee. Is there a better one? Is there one preferred? You know. I would say FHA is going to allow for a little bit more hiccups in the credit, so lower credit scores, and they're not so credit score driven when it comes to interest rates. Um, we see conventional files really only when it's a 700 plus credit score, especially yeah. right now because of the way that the market is. The banks are not wanting to uh, do conventional loans for lower FICO score clients. And if they do, they're going to really raise those rates up. So we recommend our clients to go into FHA. And with the lower mortgage insurance that FHA is going to be uh, going into effect on the 20th of uh, March, it's going to be probably better than conventional in a lot of different ways. What's it going to be? What is it now for the mortgage insurance? It's 0.85 on a monthly basis with, uh, with FHA. It's going down to 0.55. And why is that? Well... Uh, just different things in our government and what's going on with political things. So, okay. so that's good, though. It's good news for us, for, for sure. It's great news for the consumer because FHAs are uh, what we would say um, they are insured mortgages. So the insurance that you're paying, that mortgage insurance, what that does is it protects the bank from foreclosures. So when that property, if it does go into foreclosure, the bank that issued the loan is getting a big sum of money back, and they're usually not uh, taking a huge loss when a property goes into foreclosure. So what does that mean for the consumer? It means that they're going to give them a better rate. Okay. So FHA rates are always going to be better than conventional. Really? Yes, but they are always going to have mortgage insurance. So but what, now what, with the lower better, mortgage insurance, you know, a better rate, or because it's going to cost more though. But, but with the lower mortgage insurance now coming up, 
I think that the FHA is going to start surpassing really? conventional in a lot oh. of ways. We're going to start seeing a lot more FHA offers because it's going to be a lower payment, easier qualifying, more credits to the client right. through closing costs. It's just a cheaper loan altogether uh, coming in the future. So wow. we're going to see a lot more of that. And when you have FHA loans, you have to have good condition of the property in order for that to qualify, correct? Yes, that is very true. And I think uh, we need to be clear, though, this is for properties that are uh, older properties, the ones that have lead-based paint. Now, we all, as agents, we issue the uh, lead-based paint disclosure when the property mm-hmm. is 1978. Eight. Okay, so anything that is 1978 or older, make sure the property looks pretty good. Make sure there's not chip paint that's very visible. Make sure that the you know light well, switch covers. There is? Then the appraiser is going to call it out, and it's going to need to be repaired prior to closing. Ooh. Okay. And who's going to pay for that? And the who's going to pay for that? So, you know, right now in this market, we're seeing the buyers pay for this stuff. Really? Um, because they're so desperate to get into these properties. Right. They're willing to make those repairs themselves. Um, but if the property is newer than 1978, we got to remember these appraisers that are going out there, they're the same appraisers as conventional. Okay. They're not looking in great detail at these properties. So our FHA appraisals are coming back just as a conventional would. Really? Yes. As long as it's a newer property, 1978 or, or newer. Mm-hmm. They're not looking for little tiny stuff like that. Now, when it's an older property, they put on a different hat when they go out there and they really start to pinpoint little things um, because that's what the banks are looking for on those particular properties. But any newer properties, an FHA appraisal is, is I would say, 99% the same as a conventional. Mm. What about VA? VA, I would say, is the same across the board, just like a conventional also. They're not that picky. In fact, we we see VA appraisals much more lenient in a lot of things than what we've seen on conventional or, or even FHA. VA is, uh, is actually a fantastic program it, all the way around, from the loan itself to the underwriting to the appraisal. You know, the only thing that we have to remember is government loans like VA and FHA. The appraisal does follow the property for usually 90 to 120 days. Okay. So if for some reason the property falls out of escrow, uh, the next buyer that goes in there with an FHA or VA has to use that original appraisal. Really? Yes. You know, you, go ahead. I, I would say about half the time on a VA appraise, a VA property, about half the time a termite inspection will come back and we'll actually have to do termite work because, you know, there'll be some problems. It has with, to be done before closing. It has right? to be done, termite inspection on a VA property. And about half the time with our loans, we're seeing, oh, you know, there's a termite issue. They have to go and, you know, spray the wood or, you know, even replace, you know, tent the house. And so when that comes up, we're basically looking for opportunities to not have to tent the whole property. Is there another termite inspection company that will come in here and say, you know what, we'll just, you know, do, uh, you know, spray the situation. Secondary treatment. Yeah, do a secondary treatment instead of having to tent the whole house. So that's just one thing with VA loans is a termite inspection sometimes will cause a a problem in those properties. Right. Good mention, Derek. I forgot to mention that. Yes. Very good. VA does require that. Good. Well, tell everybody where they can find you. They have a question. Yes, they can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, the Morgan Stanley Building. We're on the first floor, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105, and our phone number is 805-853-3030. Great. Thank you guys so much for being here. And being sponsors. That's absolutely right. Well, coming up, we have Steve Logan from Tidal. He is going to tell us what it is and what it isn't. So stay tuned. We'll be back. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. 
I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pothiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. Come to Ventiki in downtown Ventura at the corner of Fern, Maine, for happy hour food and drinks from 4 to 6 p.m., and enjoy a specialty drink by one of our cocktail shamans where you will be amazed by the Aloha spirit the moment you walk through our A-frame archway and sit around our fire pit on our open patio. See you soon. Mahalo. Call us at 805-667-8887. Once again, that's 805-667-8887. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahone. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we are so lucky to have Steve Logan with us today. He is a title account representative, and he is going to talk about what title is and what title isn't. So welcome. We're happy to have you. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. So what is title insurance? Title insurance is a unique uh, product in the insurance industry where you buy it one time when you purchase a home and uh, it's uh, approximately about $2,300 for a seller. Uh, The seller buys the policy and gives it to the new homeowner and it protects them against any encumbrances, any liens, uh, encroachments. Um, anything that you know might affect uh, their clear title in the future. Now, why does the seller buy it? Uh, you know, it's customary in Southern California that it's done that way, where the seller will buy the mm-hmm. owner's policy for the for the benefit of the buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also an additional policy that if the ball if the buyer is getting a loan, they buy a, a supplemental policy which um, goes to the lender and protects okay. their interest. Right. But in other areas in Northern California and some other states, the custom uh, can vary where oh. different different uh, parties will pay uh, yeah. different portions of it. Well, and customarily, the person who wants the clear title, which is the seller, so that they can sell it to the buyer, that's who pays for it. Whoever wants it done to give clear title to the buyer is going to pay for that policy. So you're going to give a clear title policy to like the present. buyer. Here you go. Yes. Yeah, it gives the buyer, you know, uh, assurances and comfort that, you know, when they own the own the house that no one's going to come back and say, "Oh, that person from before owed me something and now you owe it to me." And if that were to happen, it was something that we missed, we would either pay that as a claim or we would go to court and defend you against that claim. Right. Do you have to have title insurance? It, no, it's not. It's not by law required. Uh, however, if you are getting a loan uh, from an institutional lender, the lender will require it to be in place. But if you were paying cash or maybe getting a, a private loan, maybe a carryback from a, a seller, you know, it's not mandatory. But um, I, I don't think I've ever seen it happen where you don't get it because. Okay. It's just, it's very reasonable and it's it gives you smart. so much, yeah, so much coverage. Have you seen it where people haven't? I've had two in my 30 years that didn't get a title policy and one in the end was very disappointed because there was encumbrances on that title that he needed to pay because he 
closed the escrow, then it became his, and all of the things that were on that title that didn't get cleared at the end of escrow are now his responsibility. So there was a tax lien on there. There was a couple other things on there. Um, so all of that had to be paid. Yeah, any uh, unpaid bills uh, typically can be attached. Like if you go to the hospital and you don't pay your bill or part of it, the hospital, after a series of uh, you know trying to collect, they'll put a lien on your property, and then that's going to stick with the property. Yeah, it doesn't go to you. It's not that, a lien against you. It exactly. goes to your property. In fact, if you were doing a construction project, uh, you know, it's typical. You've heard of mechanics liens right. where a, a contractor, if they're going to do a large job at your home, a lot of times they will go ahead and file a lien against your home prior to starting work just to protect themselves that they get paid. Ooh. And then the moment they're done with their construction, they're signed off, they'll put a release on, on and remove that lien. What do you mostly see on prelims? Like, what do you what do you see a lot as far as liens and what issues? Uh, I'd say maybe child support, unpaid child support. Um, there's a lot of uh, actually old private loans where you might have borrowed ten, twenty thousand dollars from either a friend or a um, you know a non institutional lender and paid it off either through a refinance or just you know other means by cash. And those loans will pop up. They'll show on the prelim, but They've actually been paid off, but the the proof that they're paid off was not taken care of, and that would be the the recording of a, of a reconveyance, which gives us which shows us that. So, what happens if there's a problem, you know, on there? And that, but like you said, they did pay the child support, but it's still on there. How, how, what happens? So that's really where escrow comes in into the picture. Uh, so title insurance, we, we issue a preliminary title report and we show you all of the all of the possible defects there. Mm -hmm. And then it's presented to the buyer, seller and escrow. And then escrow kind of takes the reins and say, okay, we have items two, seven and eight. And those are items like I mentioned before, liens, unpaid bills, et cetera. And then we start to attack those between title and escrow. We ask the buyer or seller for the, um, the information that it could have been paid off. Mm -hmm. or we'll call, talk to the agency, the county, and get uh, what we call a demand. Mm -hmm. We'll say, hey, we noticed there's, a, there's an unpaid bill. Can you tell us exactly what it would take to pay it off mm, by March 1st? Yeah. And then they'll send us that note, and we'll pay it through escrow, and then it's cleared from, from the, uh, the transaction. Wow. And how is the cost calculated? Costs are, are based on sales price, okay. uh, and uh, typically on an average home of $800,000, right. the seller in our region will pay about $2,300, and okay. it's a one-time fee, and that policy goes and protects the new homeowner coming in. Yeah. And they don't have to pay anything moving forward, and that lasts as long as they, uh, for as long as they own the property. So walk us through, when you get your title report, what is it telling you? like kind of go from the top through the whole title report and then maybe explain what an ex exclusion is. So if something doesn't get paid off, usually you can't close, but there's also other exclusions that a title company will put into the policy and explain what those are. Right. Um, so from top to bottom, when you get your preliminary title report, uh, when you first open escrow, you're going to see at the top, we're going to show a vesting, which is, um, the deed in which the property is currently held. So it shows that, you know, who exactly owns the home and whether it's in a trust or not. Uh, and then the status of the property taxes, whether they're current or delinquent, um, what's coming up owed on those. 
uh, any mortgages, first, second mortgages. These are all, you know, things that affect the, the property and that are either accepted by the new buyer or uh, they are paid off and, 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 and uh, cleared for mm -hmm. the new buyer coming in. Um, exceptions, there's, there's, there are some boilerplate exceptions that we have because it doesn't cover everything, you know, under the sun. For, uh, for instance, like unrecorded liens, like if someone had a claim to your property, maybe someone... Uh, had a deed or or a bill that you owed to them, but they didn't go and record it or get a judgment against you, and then afterwards they come to collect. We don't cover that because it was never a public record, so we mm -hmm. wouldn't have had a chance to, you know, to research it and clear it during the escrow mm -hmm. period. Those are some of the items that that are not covered. So, what if somebody builds something on that impedes on somebody else's property? Right. An encroachment. An encroachment. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yes. Yes. So how is that handled with the title report? Um, well, going in on a simple home, like what I call a simple lot and trap, which is, you know, your typical neighborhood, we don't really do like a physical inspection. And so um, in the new policies that have been out since like 1998, it's called a California homeowners policy. They have ex expanded coverage in those policies that do cover instances like that for up to a certain cap uh, like kind of like a home protection policy sure. where maybe if um, let's say the neighbor's fence is sitting on your property by six inches or something that needs to be you know removed or rebuilt uh, I believe uh, our policy will cover up to maybe $1,500 of that or maybe a little more I'm not sure exactly but there are some limitations um, but those are encroachments and they can go both ways as well mm -hmm. where I mean the home that you're buying could be encroaching upon the neighbors mm -hmm. and and or the neighbors you know fence could be encroaching upon yours and it, it may not be a fence it could be um, you know um, uh, a, a, a detached coop. garage <laughs> in the back mm. well I have a chicken coop right. at the moment so that's yes. what comes to my mind is when that happens it's built yes on their property but it also impedes on other people's property where's by that a lot Logan or no, not Logan. No, <laughs> Logan doesn't have a chicken coop. It's up on Gilliard. And on those instances, too, if they're brought to our attention yeah, yeah. during escrow, then we'll attack them and say, hey, we've been notified, um, or we did a drive-by inspection, and we noticed that there could be this. And then a surveyor sometimes needs to be brought in and actually make you know define exactly what that encroachment looks like. And it could be that everybody agrees that that can sit right there. It's not a problem. I'm not going to worry about it. It yeah. backs to nothing. That's the situation on mine, yeah. but I just was curious if it actually showed up on, you know, on the title report. Yeah, and people can agree to accept that, sure. or they, if, if they want to make it a little more, uh, you know, permanent and legal, they can do like a lot line adjustment, you know, with a surveyor and draw a lot line around it with setbacks and uh, have that recorded. And then now you have a new, you know, angle on your property, and that's due to your agreement with your neighbor. Absolutely. We'll tell everybody where they can find you if they have a title issue or need a title policy. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Steve Logan at Chicago Title. We're at uh, 300 Esplanade, Suite 101 in the, uh, the large tower in Oxnard, the Morgan Stanley Building. And my number is 805-340-0902. Great. Thank you so much Thank for being so here today. Much. Thank you. Well, we are going to wrap it up with real estate, and we'll take a quick break and come back. Opa! <laughs> 
You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Do you know how you hold title to your property? I am Susan Wilson. I am the living room lawyer, the attorney that makes house calls. I specialize in estate planning and probate. How you hold title to property is just one piece of an estate plan providing for children and protecting your assets and privacy. Schedule your appointment today online at thelivingroomlawyer.com or give me a call at 805-850-7899. That's 805-850-7899. We can meet virtually, in person at my office, or in the comfort of your home. I am Susan Wilson, the Living Room Lawyer. Let's discuss the legacy you wish to leave your loved ones. What doesn't kill you makes you Welcome back, Ventura County. You're listening to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahone. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Steve Logan with us again. He is a title representative from the title company. Thank you, Chicago Title. Absolutely. So so what are you seeing in the market right now? We've been talking to agents and the president, um, but what are you seeing as a title rep? Is Is it... Slow? Is it busy? What are you seeing? Uh, it was. It, it slowed down. I would say October, November, December. But uh, after the first of the year, we've seen a tick up in business, and in even uh, even more um, more business in February than in than in January. Now, how does it work for you when you get a property, or we say, you know, we're going to get this listing, and you're going to be the title rep? Yes. If it falls out. What you don't fall out. I mean, you stay with the listing, right? And yes. Hopefully, we you know we keep our paperwork together, and then mm-hmm. we we wait for you to get it back into escrow, and then we just do an update mm-hmm. um, on our information, making sure that nothing nothing changed, especially on the on the title policy. Do you check it again? Oh, absolutely. How often do things change? You know, if you look at a prelim, and then by the end of closing, could there be something mm-hmm. new pop up? Absolutely. You know. The recorder's op- office is open, you know, almost every business day, and uh, anybody can go down and file, you know, um, a, a lien against anybody's property. If, if they believe that they you owe them money or they went to court and got a judgment, they could walk in and literally the, the night before escrow closes, we do what we call it a date down. Mm-hmm. Oh. And we have kind of special access to the recorder's office to gives us, you know, what happened on, uh, say, on a, on a Monday up until 5 p.m., and so that we know that we go eight o'clock in the morning, record our document, and we're we're safe. Have you seen that at closing? Like all of a sudden, there's a new something. Yeah, some yes, we have. Uh, things will pop up sometimes. Usually not that last day, but uh, you know, in the last week or two. What have you seen? Um, maybe someone who who felt like they had an interest in the property. Usually, family like oh. uh, yeah, where maybe they didn't legally have that interest, but they. Uh, they felt that they did, and they got a document drawn and, and recorded, you know, c- contesting it and filing, like, you know, their argument, which I think would be called the Liz Pendants. Oh. So that's basically a lawsuit. Liz Pendants is a lawsuit that stops everything. Have you seen that? I have seen that. Yeah. What happens? You, you don't close escrow. And then you have to work out the 
problem with the less pendants because it's on title they can't close until it's resolved and got you know a resolve of that less pendants and it stops everything yeah the uh the the owners that are selling it uh, have to deal with the person with the claim either you know between them or with their attorney and come to some type of resolution and have that Liz pendants removed as a lien and then once that's once we see that's recorded then we can move forward you just do an with extension clear. you either do an extension or you just put it on hold or because you don't know how long that's going to take right so it it could be that it holds the property up for a very 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 long time and if they don't go to mediation which all real estate transactions have to go to mediation. If you can't resolve it in mediation, then you go to arbitration or through the court system. And if you go through the court system, you're not going to get a court date for a very long time. Have you seen, have you had some? I like have that? had that. Yeah. There's IRS liens as well. The yep. IRS could just randomly, you know, decide that at that point, hey, you, you owe us money and you're not paying, and they will record a lien against your property. And, you know, there's no particular date that we know that that's happening. But if we right. see that pop up, we, that definitely stops things as well. Yes. Until you resolve that issue. How long does that take to resolve it? Sometimes it can, sometimes it's pretty quick. Sometimes it's within a week because they'll send a demand to escrow and then it'll get paid and that will, you know, have the escrow continue. Um, if there's a dispute with that, then it could take a long time again. What's the worst thing you've seen as far as title? Unless pendants come up on the property a week before close. Oh, yeah. And what happened? We had to, they had to resolve that less pendants. Did they and resolve it? They did. It took about three weeks. So just but delayed. we delayed. Yeah, it cost everybody money. Nobody got to move. Everything stopped. Yes. And that's not very fun. Who tells us is title? Right. Yeah, it's a it's title a, tells it's, us that's he's not, not the, yeah, Is it's, that it's, your best day? You like that? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Yeah, but. But, you know, we, we pride ourselves in making the call, whether it's, you know, what you want to hear or not. Right. But we have to tell you this is exactly what's going on so that, you know, we get it out there and we start moving on it to try to get it resolved. And usually escrow is the one that calls, like they have, you know, lines for the IRS. They can go onto a website and see what's been recorded and how much it is and all of that and get a date, kind of like a demand for anything. They have to send a demand to escrow in order for that to either be paid in escrow so if you do have an IRS lien, then you don't want to just go to the IRS and pay it. You want to have it done through escrow so that they have proof because you won't get the proof from the IRS because they are very far behind on everything that they're doing. Okay. And you won't get confirmation of that money. So you do want to pay that in escrow so that you can prove to title that you have it paid off. And then title will release that from the title policy and then you'll be able to close your transaction. And we want to make sure it's you know, a lot of times it will include the uh, the principal that you owed on the taxes plus penalties and interest. Of course. And any legal fees if if, if so. Complicated, huh? <laughs> yeah, it does get yes. a little complicated when things come up on title. And I've also had where family, like you said, you know, I had a daughter that would wanted to take the property over from the mom. The mom was in a care facility. You know, the next thing you know, I'm getting a, a call from an attorney that says, how did this happen? You know, as it turned out, the daughter signed for the mom. The mom thought she was just signing a piece of paper for the daughter. And next thing you know, the daughter is the one in, that's the owner of the property. Right. And then the attorney is like, uh, no. Yeah, and as a title company, we look at those things really, really, carefully. really closely. And we'll call, we'll call those typically like a, an, an, un, an uninsured document. Because typically a quick claim like that would just be walked over the counter by the individual. 
And in those instances, we would require the person who signed the property off to re-sign. We'll send Ooh. them an affidavit saying, are you sure you meant to do that? Yes. Oh. So Thank lots you. of steps when yeah. stuff like that happens. But, you know, it doesn't happen that often, think, thankfully. Yeah, right. But, but it does happen. So tell everybody where they can find you. Steve Logan, Chicago Title, 300 Esplanade. My phone number is 805-340-0902. Very good. Great. Love you, Steve. Thanks so much for being here, Steve. Thank you. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll tell you about some things happening over the weekend. Hi there. I'm Pola, and I'm the psychic on the avenue. I'm a spiritual advisor, clairvoyant reader. And I'm here to help you focus on releasing the past baggage that's only been weighing you down. Also connecting with the present to help you look forward to make a bigger, brighter future. I specialize in all areas of life and especially the power of love. Aren't you curious to know what your partner is feeling, thinking, or wanting? I can guide you through any situation, giving you the spiritual key to open new doors, gain insight and intuition. This truly is my life's work. You can reach me at my location at 108 North Ventura Avenue or 107 Figueroa Street, boat located in downtown Ventura. Or you can reach me at 805-628-3333. That is 805-628-3333. If you call in and use the code Girls on Air, I will grant you $150 worth of services for only $85. I hope to hear from you soon for a spiritual awakening. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 853 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 0150-7079. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. Welcome back, Ventura County. You're listening to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin-Mahoney. And I'm Karen Campbell. And pitch your new listing. Oh, my new listing is awesome. It is a four-bedroom, two-bath, one-story, on a corner lot, and has a great backyard. Could be... RV parking on the side. There's uh, a little ramp off of the curb and, um, you know, they'd have to take down a fence and then take out an orange tree, but it certainly could be RV parking if they wanted it to be. Okay. And um, that will be, it's on Logan. It's 994 Logan and it will be open tomorrow uh, from one to four and everything inside is for sale. So if you're wanting to come and just check it out, um, it's everything that a house has that's for sale. How much is it? It's uh, $765,000. $765, that's going to go quickly. It will go really quickly. And we have one in Palm Desert. We do. It's 37261 Mojave Sage. And it is in Palm Desert. It's in the Del Webb uh, 
community and has everything that you need to stay in one spot. It's gated and guarded, and it's priced at $5.99. Very good. We've got buyers. Well, we only have just a couple seconds to go. We do have buyers. Um, I'm actually going to talk about the Venture Marathon, okay. which is tomorrow. Oh, my. Tomorrow. It's wow. tomorrow, Sunday, and there's 2,700 people that is going where do to they go? race in that race. Where, where do they? It's not a race, right? It's just a marathon. No, it's just a marathon, just to run. Where, where does it go? it's a fundraiser. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, oh, oh hi to the beach. Oh, oh, hi to the beach. Yeah. So okay. how long is it? 20 miles? 26.2. Oh, yeah, my God. Are marathon. you doing it, Spence? Hell no. <laughs> Hell to the no. <laughs> Um, okay, and then you said the Strawberry Festival is moving to Ventura. It's moving to the Ventura Fairgrounds, which is very, very awesome. It is May 20th and 21st, and we'll talk more about that. Everyone have a great weekend.